0: buddy, welcome. Welcome to the Genre of Your Life podcast, a show all about movies, TV, and the genres that define us. I am one of your hosts. Doug Jones with me, as always, are my amazing, amazing, amazing co-hosts and three of my best friends. First off, it's Mr. Nick Johnson. How are you today, my good sir? Man, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good, Matt. I love seeing you on Tuesday. Thank you for making Aquaman 2 the funniest comedy of the year. Thanks to you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um,
1: Take a I got you, bro.
0: But no, man, I'm happy to be here with you, man. Last episode of 2023. Again, love that you're here, my boy. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Glad to be here. And next on the roster, of course, of Chicago himself, it's Mr. Joel Kindlin. How are you today, my good sir?
2: I'm all good. How are you, man?
0: I'm doing good, man. I miss you, man. I haven't seen you in two years come next month. I'm really sad about that. So I miss <laughs> you. And I miss Chicago sometimes because of you. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flattered. <laughs> and he's back everybody one of the founding fathers of the John of your life podcast straight out of los angeles himself it's mr moses lie how you doing my good sir welcome back to the show
3: hey thank you so much uh it's uh it's great being here i appreciate you know uh the invite you know like uh you know like always i appreciate this uh channel this show and um it's always a good time to uh you know to be here uh with uh with you guys thank you
0: Oh, man, the honor is ours, man. We, we've missed you, man. We missed you. I know you are a busy, man. I know the the po- strikes have ended, obviously. I know you, were, you weren't feeling good, uh, too. But, man, we have missed you. And we are so glad to have you back on the last episode of 2023, man. We are glad you're here, my friend.
3: Hey, I'm glad to be here, man. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I'm ready to get it going.
0: Let's do it. And, of course, we're all glad that you all are here. Thank you to our lovely audience and fans. You know, this year has been very special. Thanks to you guys. As mentioned before, on the previous episodes, we hit 10,000 listeners on Spot and counting. Actually, way more than 10,000 at this point, way over 10,000 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google. All thanks to you. And we hit over a thousand followers on our Instagram, which is getting even growing even more. Thanks to you all. This has been really one of the biggest honors of my life. I speak for the boys and myself. This show is very important to all four of us. And thanks to you guys, we get to do what we do we enjoy doing this every week for you all and for us, of course. But seriously, this was really an amazing year Yeah, you know, we started it like started uh november of 2022 and we had we, we, i was still working on fixing the audio our first comment ever was like man your audio sucks And i said thanks so much keep listening um but <laughs> really really it's it's something that i'm really proud of you know these boys are you know three of my closest friends and three of my people i co- called brothers my family and thanks to them this show really is really special and amazing to you know to us to myself and to all you guys So thank you again for an amazing, amazing year. We have a lot more to come 2024, so please stay tuned. As always, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast platform of choice. We're on every podcast platform. We have a new episode every Friday. And then time to time, I'll have a little audio newsletter for you guys during the week. So again, have your notifications turned on. And please, leave us a review. Leave us a rating. You know, the reviews and rates help us out so much. You know, the more attraction we get the more reviews we get the more rings we get helps us go to more screenings and get more opportunities like this and uh, more reviews to do more out of the reactions more Joel talking about how much he hates disney but seriously thank you guys seriously it's really just an honor to be here with you all every week with these boys my again the best co-host ever so please follow subscribe leave a, re- re- leave a review leave a rating and also again we have a full audio show on our youtube page youtube.com backslash bitaway avenue, avenue productions we hope you had an amazing holiday season, and I hope you have a great, safe, and lovely 2024 filled of love, laughter, and movies, of course. So, as always, guys, thank you so much for your ongoing support. It means the world to us. All righty, guys. Before we get into our top 10 of 2023, most good question for you. Have you seen Aquaman 2 by chance?
3: Aquaman 2? Uh, yes, sir, I have.
0: Okay, we're keeping it non spoiler for everyone, including Joel. Joelle. Um, it's because it's still it's been a week. I want give it the give it the benefit of the doubts. Uh don't worry, Joe, I won't spoil it for you. I know I know you I know you saw the first one on IMAX. I'm still jealous about years later, by the way. I hope you know that. Um, but uh <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm, I remember I remember joking about the IMAX, and Joe was like, Fuck man, I see this in IMAX. And I was like, I will. I didn't do it, I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I know. I remember Joe text me. he goes, Bro, the fucking visuals in this goddamn and I was like, Oh, I'm hyped. <laughs> Still didn't see an IMAX. I I, I let him down. So, Joe, I apologize for that five years later. (laughs) (laughs) On air. On air. It's all good. (laughs) But we'll keep it non non split for you and everyone else. So, Moses, you're back on the show now. I'm going to let you go first. So, you know, I think we've all, again, we, all four of us have really kind of grew up through this DCEU. You know, it's coming to an end, unfortunately. With this movie, with Aquaman 2, with, you know, starting from Man of Steel, you know, the stuff like Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman, Justice League, uh, BVS, Suicide Squads, Flash, you know, everything. So it's unfortunate that this franchise that all four of us kind of like grew up and had got our adulthood in, kind of like from high school to now, is ending. You know, it's a franchise that had a lot of ups and downs, unfortunately, and kind of like had a lot of problem with releases and studio interference and, you know, this goes on and on and director changes, whatever. So so, overall, what was your, again, what was your kind of like thoughts of Aquaman 2 as a movie, but also as the end to the DCEU? What was your overall thoughts?
4: Nah. Uh, um, That shit was, t- nah,
3: I'm kidding. No, I, <laughs> I <laughs> you no, know, I mean, my honest thoughts, to be honest with you, you know, I, it's, um, I went there for, you know um when it comes down to you know superior movies and everything like that in general I, I go in there for a good time and i hope to at least you know um and i hope to get a good time from from these movies um and I, and I and i and i and i and i did get a you know good time uh did i think it was the best superhero movie ever or whatever no no um uh but it it does it does pay me to to you know to to go in there i be mean, Overall, I thought some, some some of the action sequence in general were really really good and really really fun. You know, because um, when I watched the trailer, I was like, "Yo, this is this looks this is, this is good." You know, like
0: yeah,
3: you know, like this is a good fucking. You know, sorry, excuse my language. Uh um,
0: Chris, cr- 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 on the show. This is a TV okay, show. You're good. <laughs> you're good. You're good.
3: <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Yo, this is a good fucking. Like, this is a good goddamn. You know, trailer, right? Yeah. You know, and." And when I went into watching the theater, you know, uh, I didn't see it on IMAX or anything like that, but I did get to see it on, on you know, on Regal's premium screen and everything, yeah. which is a little bit bigger than uh, the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I got to watch it um, on that screen and everything, you know. Uh, um, nobody was there, you know. Uh, oh. But except, except mm-hmm. me, you know, only like three oh. other people, you know. Oh. So, um you know, which is which is really, really uh sad. But overall, I, I had a good time. I had a few laughs, you know, I had a few chuckles here and there, you know. Um and uh you know, in terms of story, it's you know, it's it's a typical story, right? You know. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. When you go in there, don't look for anything except, you know, uh a few chuckles and, and some few ahs. Um as you watch the film. Um there's nothing really, really crazy, you know, about the film and everything. I-, I was hoping that it would do really, really good, to be honest, in terms of the box office, but my goodness, you know, um it's like it went from a one billion dollar film. What right? You know, yeah. the first the first yeah. film to a to a I don't know how much it made. It's probably gonna make less than a hundred mil domestically, right? You know, so, and it's i I get money's not everything, but superhero movies money is it
0: is yeah is, it is. Is, is,
3: money is talks. you know money money talks, and it's important right it's you know like um some people might hate superhero movies and everything like that, but you know these are the movies that literally when they make this big budget when they make make these when they make this these money right there's a billion dollars or whatever it is, those money go into smaller budget projects that yeah. those and everything so you know uh hate them or hate them or hate them or not or whatever um they do contribute but overall when it comes up to this film i think i thought it was i thought it was uh i thought it was fun you know i didn't rate it on letterbox you know though uh and if anybody has a letterbox uh i didn't i didn't rate it because it's like you know it's gonna just gonna leave it the way it is but I, I i did find it enjoyable in some moments um and uh you know the whole amber herd thing you know it didn't oh, even, yeah. you know it didn't even cross my mind at all so uh you know which 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 was you know good for uh you know them overall so but um yeah yeah that's uh you know that's take that's my whole entire take on on the on the thing so
0: how, how did you feel as i mean as aquaman we, yeah thank, I, I, I kind of feel out what you just said but as uh, as the ending to the d c e u EU, do you think it was kind of like disappointing or kind of just like damn this this this, this, this 10 this 10 plus you know year old franchise is going to end on this movie i mean it's it kind of disappointing
3: that, um i mean it's it's very much if, if it was going to end in a, in a in a great in a great way i'm pretty sure you know, the studio would be like, you know what? Let's, let's throw in another, let's throw in something else in there. But, you know, um, but overall, I, it's like, you know, it's, it's sad, you yeah. know, um, you know, because one of my favorite superhero movies, you know, came out from that universe, you know, which is Man of Steel, yeah. you know, uh, no, so it's, you know, it's sad to see it, you know, uh, go away, but I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited to the to the open window that we have, uh, with James Gunn and his, you know, creative vision and, um, you know, and, and, uh, and yeah, I'm just excited for that, you know? Um, but we'll see, we'll see, man. It's a sad to see it go away, but not, 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 not dramatically just like, Oh damn, this is how it ended. Well, shit, you know, hope for, hope for the next universal to, to do a little bit better. But um,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, James mm-hmm. gun. The ball, ball's in your court. All right, Nick. I know what your I know kind of weird thoughts is after we had our little discussion after the movie. But you know, you're the you and Joe are kind of the DC you know experts here. But I know you know talking to you in college, you had me you know rewatched BVS for like the ultimate cut and stuff like that. You've been definitely more of like I think we all been, I think we've all been kind of supporters of the DC EU for the most part. But I know you have a lot, you have a lot of passion for this uh, this universe, I mean, being a Zack Snyder fan, being a BBS fan, obviously. What was your you know, what was your thoughts of this movie and then how it
1: ended as a DCEU? Like overall, it was it was a pretty fun movie to watch. Um, I, it kind of seemed like <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. I'm just uh, getting over being sick, but um, <laughs> um like as as an Aquaman sequel, it was fine. You know, like it wasn't it didn't seem like a movie that was like too too terrible. It just seemed kind of like, okay. it was it was like it was a fun little popcorn flick. But, um it did kind of seem like some some stuff was like cut out or like shifted around or whatever. Um, it seemed like some of it was some of the story might have been condensed a little bit because some of the CGI also just looked kind of kind of iffy to me. Yeah. but as essentially the conclusion to the d c eu. That's it. That's ass. That's just straight garbage water, bro. Like, oh my god. Um, and that's like that's no disrespect to anybody that worked on the movie, but it's kind of like, dang, y'all really just like said fuck it, you know? Like, it's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just as a conclusion to the DCEU, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. But just as like its own little movie slash sequel it's fine like you know i I had a good time watching it um it was funny when it needed to be um the the uh the action choreography was was honestly like pretty cool there was like there was like a couple of little minor things here and there where i'm like i don't think i'm really feeling that but you know it wasn't too bad i'll give it probably like a c plus yeah 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 that's being generous yeah, I'm am I'm a generous guy. I was being generous. You know,
0: it Yeah, as you heard in our reaction, my god, our reactions doing pretty good, Nick. By the way, I one of our most of you the videos on TikTok and our views going pretty good on, on YouTube, funny enough. Oh, I think damn. for some for some reason that when we kind of we, we kind of like, don't like a movie, our reviews are the best for some reason, but maybe it's kind of the negativity of YouTube and the internet, <laughs>
4: unfortunately.
1: That is uh, weird. <laughs> For some oh, man. reason, I don't know how I feel about that. We we got to change that algorithm, man. We <laughs> got to we got to bring forth positivity.
0: Yeah, I think our negativity. only I think our only positive review, like I got good, I like, got somewhat decent views. Was you know, you know, I seen Indy Indiana Jones. Um, mm. I think the Flash did pretty good too, uh, but. Yeah, we were kind of lukewarm in that movie, too. But, yeah, it's just funny. I watching The Thing, I was like, wow, well, our, reviews or our reaction getting our reaction a lot of views. I think maybe because we didn't like the movie the way other people did. Or everyone else hates this movie, too. But, nevertheless, yeah, you know, again, I said, Nick, I, you had me cracking up, bro. This movie was the best comedy of the year, thanks to you. Because you had me in stitches, bro. We were, I was laughing so hard during this movie, man. Like, I was in tears. Like, when there was a certain... Certain character talking, you know, he was kind of like going on very long. You're like, okay, keep going. Uh-huh. You were cracking me
1: up. Oh, yeah, this, this one character had like a little accidental monologue at one point. I was like, hey, man, we got to wrap this up, bro.
0: <laughs> or there's a scene where someone falls to their demise, minus well who it is. And, but you're and laughing. I started laughing too. And you're like, you're like, oh, what, bro? I was starting to like this movie, but now you lost me again. Yeah. <laughs> And I was crying, dude. I was in stitches, dude. I was laughing so. Hard.
1: Yeah, one, um, one thing about Aquaman Part Two is like it also had some unintentional comedy. Yeah, so we'll look forward to that, y'all.
0: Just like Inexpendables Four, it must be funny. But the way people, the things that people were saying or reacting was funny. We were laughing at like right. We're, we're <laughs> laughing at you, not with you. Come on, bro! <laughs>
1: like, Inexpendables Four, what a joke!
0: What a what a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you know y- y'all heard in my on our reaction if you haven't listened to it already I, I was saying i was very sad this movie ended i was like man like i i've been a defender of this franchise for 10 years now and you know stuff like bbs and y'all know i love the first suicide Squad. I despite everyone hating I, I it works for me for some reason i love birds of prey you know i like a lot of things and again i'm the only one that probably likes wonder woman 84 for some reason but I, for some reason it worked for me um, it, it, I know I've been, I've, I've definitely been a defender of this, of, of this franchise for a long time. But, you know, the main pros, it's funny, Joe. I felt the way that you did with Last Jedi. <laughs> like, I swear, like, I, the, I walked oh, out. Man. I was like, man, I was like, I, this is how Joe and the boys felt after seeing Last Jedi. And I felt the exact same way. I was just like, oh, man, this is, this is, the, this is the last, I feel the boys had, that Joel had. And you said, you know, it, it was sad I'm like, wow, I I, the first one it was a big surprise. Remember I saw it with people I used to work with at the bookstore on campus and all of them were like, Man, fuck this to be ass, man, fuck this movie's movie, so garbage and I was like, I'm not giving it a chance, guys. And then we all were surprised, you know, this was, was, was it was fun. It was a fun movie. It was, you know, it was kinda like this was like post whatever, Justice League a year later whatever. It was fun, you know, it was James Wan who I'm a huge fan of. Uh, you know, Jason Momoa, who I'm a huge fan of, Willem Dafoe, like, a lot of great, like, Patrick Wilson, a lot a lot, of Nicole Kidman, a lot of great cast, so I was like, man, like, this, it was a surprise to me, I had a really good time with it, I remember I saw it again when I was in London, like, what? I'm gonna see it again, I had time off for my internship, saw it again, I had a great time with it, so, like, I, I, the first one was a big surprise to me, but to me, the main pros I had, really, of this movie was just, like, chemistry between Momoa and Wilson, like, their kind of brotherhood thing, but, like, it's not. It's kind of like buddy cop at times, obviously, but they had good chemistry for sure. Nothing special, Dude. but it, 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 you know, having fun with that. And I think Yaya, you know, I think guy who was one of my favorite actors of all time. He was trying his best, man. I mean, this guy was trying his fucking best to save this movie. <laughs> he was trying, bro. Like. You know, I see him great in a lot of things, whether it's uh, uh, you know, ambulance or Candyman or even things like Baywatch or The Matrix Four, or whatever, which aren't good movies. But he's trying, man. He's really trying to save this movie. Uh, that's right. he, he
1: was he was doing his thing in this one. He yeah. was trying, man. He was, right he was a great villain in the
0: first one. He was a great villain because he had he had a, he had a good he had a good arc at a villain. You know, reason the first one. And, you know, it carries in this movie for sure, too. Don't get me wrong. But, man, like, he's... Tr- man, I mean, God bless his man, because he's trying, bro. He's really trying.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: He's trying, but that... Yeah. Go ahead, Moses.
3: No, 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 no. I was, I was going to agree with you and everything. He's trying. Some of the big you know, talked about the, the, the film in general was, you know, Yaya's, you know, scenes and everything, you know, that were, like, most, you know, enjoyable. Because he, you know, you can see... In terms of his acting and everything he's yeah. really giving his off and everything which was really, really great. Uh which keeping kept me in tune, you know. Yeah. Um uh and uh yeah, <laughs> like you said, you know, this man was really trying. But I, I hope I hope, man. I hope he get ca- I hope he gets you know get casted them in, in more projects in general. You know, I know he's gonna be in that, you know, Marvel project, uh, you know, Wonder Wonder Man, but um yeah, we'll see man. Yeah.
0: Y- yeah. I- I was telling that to, I was telling that, yeah, I was telling that to Moses, like, so, to, 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 to Nick the other day, I was telling that to Nick that someone said that it was canceled, but it wasn't canceled, now it's back again, like, I, I hope that doesn't get canceled so, so he can shine as, you know, as, a, as an actor, as a performer um I, again I hope, I hope i hope when mcu kind of figures their shit out they can you know have him come over when he, when they're ready but yeah mm-hmm. I, I think so too Moses. i think he's a good actor i think one bad thing won't hurt him i think i don't think this is gonna hurt momoa or wilson or yaya for any purposes and you know i, I hope, I hope does it doesn't hurt james wan i think james wan's kind of like i'm over this shit but yeah like I, said, I like again i thought all three of them were they were trying their best for sure i get i like the the continuation of the story from the first one. I thought the score was really good too. Um, man, action scenes were cool. I, you know, I know, I know. Seeing James Wan can really do some cool action scenes like he did in the first movie or Furious Seven and Malignant. He's a really cool. He's, he's a really good action director too. despite from being a horror film, which, horror filmmaker, which I, which I praise him a lot on. Um, and but to me, this I, my, my my one of my big issues is that this didn't feel like a James Wan movie. This felt mm. like a studio movie. Like you know, we've been covering this this topic for you know almost a year now on the on the podcast. That we heard reports back in March and February, this movie's in trouble. They had test screenings. The movie fucking like failed. Whatever. They had like three or four rounds of reshoots. kept being pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So we've been, we've been covering this movie for quite some time on the podcast. And to me, I'm just like, man, I've seen James Wan do some great stuff and decent stuff, but like he's pretty consistent for the most part as a filmmaker. And I didn't feel his, like, stamp on this the way I did with the first Aquaman or, um, you know, Fury 7 or Conjuring or, you know, Malignant or Insidious. Like, it just didn't feel like him. It it, it felt like, cool. I felt like he kind of got David aired in the way of, like, the studio goes, hey, cool. We're going to take this movie from you. It is what it is. Or it could have been, you know what? You know, James Gunn is coming in in a few months. This ain't going to matter to anyone. Fuck it up. Who cares? So, Part of me feels like we might hear down the road that the movie might have got taken from him because of all the reshoots and all the changing of heads. At... Remember, this movie was being made when AT&T, when AT&T still owned Warner. So when then, when Discovery when Discovery bought Warner, this movie kind of got kind of swept up with the Discovery deal. So I feel like a lot of things were kind of changed, kind of taken away from him, but... I'd be careful because he's a top tier filmmaker who, whose movies have grossed over billions of dollars, and made a lot of money, and he was one of the biggest names in horror right now. I'd be careful making an enemy with him or you know fucking him over because he really is really is a uh, great uh, uh, filmmaker. So like I said it, it didn't feel like that, like what Nick said too, and the Flash in this movie too. It felt like it was edited out at times because they were like, "Fuck, you know, we're gonna change a lot of things." Remember, there was, there was a Michael King cameo originally in this movie. And then it was, it was a Ben Affleck scene originally in this movie, all cut. And I remember when we saw The Flash, Nick was like, look, it's a weird cut. That's a weird cut. That's a weird cut. Even Joe was like, yeah, there's some weird cuts in this movie. So we all kind of agreed that like it was just kind of chopped up because they were like, shit, you know, well, because of new ownership, we got to change a lot of stuff. And I felt like the only things that, that weren't affected really were Shazam and Blue Beetle, but that's kind of our take on it. But... Good. We laughed a lot of time. We laughed a lot of time of how bad it was. Of like, um, and we had fun, but we're laughing at it, not with it. Unfortunately, and you know, it's it's, and also too. I mean, we both said, me and Nick both said this too: is that it, they kill off a major character, like in the first ten minutes off screen. They're like, oh yeah, this person died, and I was like, really? Like, he's a big actor. He's a big character in the first one. Why wouldn't you bring him back? And I was like, okay, I maybe mean, maybe because of scheduling difficulties, whatever scheduling, you know, conflict, whatever. But like. I was surprised. I was like, "Really? You're, not, you're gonna kill him off?" And they bring up this thing about a plague. They never bring it up again. And I was like, "Oh man!" And yeah, you're and you're right. There's, there's. It didn't cross my mind at first. Moses with the Amber Heard thing. I was like, "Okay, who cares? Whatever." But I do know people are gonna be like, "Oh, seeing this. I'm not seeing this movie." The same way people were about Johnny Depp and Fantastic Beasts. I'm not seeing he's seen this. And they, also, they, they had to recast him, obviously, for the third one. But I remember when the second one came out in 2018. They're like, oh, I'm not seeing this movie because of him. And I was like, all right, it kinda of affected the box office, not really. But there there might be some people that I me, mean by like, oh shit, Amber Heard is um you know, Amber Heard's in this. I might I might like deter from it. And to be honest with you, she's barely in it. She she's in maybe twenty minutes max, if that. But if you have an issue if you people have an issue with that, that might be a turn off. But you know, it is what it is, you know, she's in the movie. Uh yeah. Um, Randall Park. You know, I, I love Randall Park. From you know the interview to I mean five year engagement. He's a very funny comedic actor. My man, please get a new AJ, or new manager because you are not funny in this at all, bro. Why yeah. are you in this movie? <laughs> I, I, I'm I, a I, huge I, fan of this guy, man. I really I, am.
3: I, I was like, what are you? I, uh, yeah. I was like, what are you doing in like this movie for a second? I was like, is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be like? But the bad guys, the good guys, I was you know, I was yeah. a little bit confused in, in that sort of like um, you know, for his character. But overall, you know, I was it he didn't feel like he fit that he didn't he feel didn't. like he fit, you know. He didn't. Um, because didn't. it's like, you know, yeah, he did not did not fit, you know. Um I, I thought I thought, you know, like like the supporting you know, like, uh, like, uh, like female villain, you know, that, uh, that uh, I no spoilers, you know, but you know what I'm talking about though. Right. Oh yeah. 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 The girl, the, the girl, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The girl in
0: thought... the chair. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I thought, you know, I thought she was great and everything like that supporting, yeah. you know, um, you know, black Mantos character and everything. Uh, but with him, it's, you know, um, it was just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I, it's very much like, you know, yeah, that's that's just my opinion. That's all I got to say. Oh, I
0: I agree. I think the girl had more of a villainous arc and depth to her than Randall Park did. Randall Park was kind of like, hey guys, I'm here. I was just like, bro, like, what? But what? Why? But why are you here? Like, what? What is your purpose? Yeah. Like, I he had more people had a problem with him in Ant Man the Wasp, but like, like he he served more of a purpose in yeah. that movie than yeah. he did in this he did movie.
3: Great, he did great in that movie. You know, yeah. Ant Man and everything. I thought he was like great, perfect. He's a Freaking, you know, like cop agent, whatever. That's perfect, you know, yeah. um, and everything. But here, supporting like the villain and everything, I was like, I it's don't miscast. Know.
4: Yeah, it's
0: miscast, or he wasn't needed. The character was not needed at all. The character wasn't needed at all, or keeping like off-screen thing. But and another thing that me and Nick both laughed at, since our theater reaction, they play the goddamn same song four times, bro. They play the uh, same song four times, bro.
1: Wild shit. They played oh, yeah. Born to
0: Be Wild, bro, four times, and then at the end they said, "Oh, we we have a remix for you. It's called the Math Club remix." I said, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I was like, "What the hell? They played like then there's four songs in this movie, and it's Born to Be Wild. Three of the normal version, four of the fucking um remix." I said, "Did you put all your money in something else or in the in the songs? Like you only have four songs. What and it's the same song. What the fuck?" And I, was, and me and Nick were like, "There goes again! There goes again! There it goes again!" There it goes yeah, again. They we're just, like,
1: "They just kept repeating it for some reason." I was like, "What's the significance?" of They ran out of budget. They ran out of budget.
0: Oh, probably yeah, shit. They ran, of, they ran out of budget, but they said the CGI. I think me and Nick both said like the CGI looked better in the first one. Like it's fine in this, but like we we've seen it definitely better. Um, in other DC movie, DCEU movies. But, and but the first one, the first one is gorgeous. The first one has visual effects, which is phenomenal. And it's really just remarkable. But this one kind of felt like, oh man, like what happened? And you know, I love Nicole Kidman. I love um, Tamara Morrison, who again, Bo- Boba Fett, obviously, um, they just kind of feel wasted too. Like Tamara Morrison kind of feels like, all the time, he, he just grunting. He goes, all right, yeah, good job. Drink. All right, I'm going over here <laughs> in his beanie. All right, drink again. All right, sounds good. Like, my man, like, were you given a script? Like, what <laughs> Like, what happened, man? And he's a great actor. And Nicole Kidman, who was, was a huge actress, had cool scene that you and I both agreed on, Nick, but, like, she kind of just felt, like, kind of wasted, too. Or, to your point, I, I think that supports your point, Nick, of, like, this movie was for sure cut up a lot.
1: Like, it was chopped down to yeah. whatever this like, is. It seemed like a lot of stuff was cut out.
0: Yeah, so I'll end on this. I It was disappointing to me. I'm. Um, it's sad that the way it ended, you know, 10 year, you know, it's 10 year run with this franchise, a lot of ups and downs. Again, what man is still been my favorite comic book movies of all time. I have, a lot of, I have a lot of love for this franchise, unfortunately, it's coming to an end. Um, I don't think, I think James Gunn probably, I think James Wan is probably done with superhero movies. I think he's like, go I'm going to break. I'm going back to horror. I'm going to do stuff like Malignant or back to stuff like original stuff, or you can go back to another action franchise. Like a Fury 7, whatever. I think he's done for a while, unfortunately. And, you know, I'll
1: I'll throw this out there. What if he did a Blade movie? Since he's good with, um, like, horror and and action stuff.
0: That would be cool. Again, if they didn't have the, if they weren't in, I mean, who knows? That movie still has a lot of ups and downs right now. If
2: Disney would let it be a rated R movie, it'd be fantastic.
1: True. This is true. true. This is True. True. No, here not. comes
2: my rant <laughs> disney fucking sucks no go, anyway, go on man hey man <laughs> no uh but in all seriousness besides my hatred for disney no it it we've had this conversation before of like you know these movies have potential the problem is like it comes down to production or or someone deciding to step in and not trusting the writers or the directors or, you know, and firing them or just being like, no, we can't do this. Like, with Venom. Venom was a great movie because the actors acted their fucking asses off but overall story was lame as shit because that's not Venom. You know? People know who Venom is. And... (laughs) Because it couldn't be rated R, we have a watered down version. You know? Blade's gonna come out, and that's gonna be watered down, <laughs> like you know. Like, we're not gonna have the blade we know. Um, wait, so.
3: I heard it's a at art. Eh?
2: Oh, it is?
0: Yeah, I okay, then great. So, Fantastic. for now, for now, it's, for now,
2: for now, I'm gonna for wait now. till it's actually out. Uh, we'll see. Um, because I hope so yeah no because Disney even if Disney like Disney has been editing you know old movies i I really don't have faith in Disney not fucking this up some way somehow, so um yeah we'll see, but it knowing disney it it's 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 seeing. Black children have fun. She's got to step in and ruin it. So, Jeez. um, <laughs> you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's that's that's what one way to put it. I I I can't say I can't say I don't agree with you. You're definitely right about that. It's I think I think so, Nick. I think that would have been if they if they were gonna take if they were gonna restart production on Blade, I start from scratch. I would definitely say get James Wan because he he can do action, he can do horror, both very you know masterfully. Um, and who knows? I think he might go. I think a lot of people might go. I think he might go back to original filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, it, would, it would surprise me. I or he might go. He again, he's doing a lot of stuff with Blumhouse now. He's he's producing stuff with Blumhouse. He has a partnership with Blumhouse now with the Topic Monster Company. He's writing a lot of treatments and story outlines, horror movies. It would be cool. I would, if, Mar- if Marvel's smart and they want to do adult, quote-unquote adult and rated R stuff, he's the guy for sure because he's proven himself more and more, more after time. I can do both horror, action, whatever. Um, yeah. But, you know, and also th- I, I'm, I'm going on this too, is that, you know Nick, I think you're right. I think the DCEU may should have ended with Snyder's Justice League, unfortunately. Should probably have done that because it made, it more, it made it more sense. Obviously, it came out during COVID. And then we had a lot more movies coming out. As before, you know, James Gunn obviously got involved. I've this multiple times on the show. WB should not have announced anything until Aquaman 2 came out. They shouldn't have announced mm-hmm. James Gunn's doing this or Peter Saffron's doing this because you ruined your box office with Black Adam, Shazam, Shazam 2, uh, uh, The Flash, and this movie. This These movies flopped because of, you guys prematurely announced something. Uh, Blue Beetle, sorry, Blue Beetle too. i uh, Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle really ate shit. And, and exactly that the actor, the actors in that movie, they're, they're their best as well. The, those movies suffered from a premature mistake. They should not announce anything when you still have products to sell. It was like, hey, guess what? We're gonna sell an iPhone. Guess what? They all blow up. You want to buy one? Why the fuck would I buy one? Because you know, something's gonna blow right. up. Like there's, there's no, there's no point. There's no point. And yeah. these movies, these movies were, these movies are expensive and the reshoots and the visual effects and the talent the cast the COVID shutdowns obviously these movies cost a lot of money and your investors want a return and if you guys cannot get a return you're going to have a hard time investing in more movies down the road or have a bad reputation and I think I don't blame Discovery for this because Discovery inherited all these movies before, before they bought Warner I don't blame them for that however I do blame that they should have they should have not announced any new plans until it's done you know why people were like why the fuck i'm gonna see an aquaman or black adam or shazam 2 or blue beetle when i know they're gonna be recast or rebooted
1: in a year from now i know exactly. he said like Ooh. yeah like they they know it's ending so it's like there's not really um no interest there's no interest yeah like okay we all are gonna reboot it right after this movie so like what why why, why should i watch this movie now there's no What's like a- intrigue anymore What's the point? And, you know, yeah.
0: what, what, like, like Moses said, too, <laughs> Moses, Moses walked into a, a, a regal premium format and there was no one there. I mean, you and I went on Tuesday. It was somewhat crowded. Not really. It was kind of like somewhat full. But it was like eight like, people in there. Yeah, it was it was a small theater, too. So it, it wasn't a lot yeah. of it wasn't really a lot, but. I feel like if that was like again, still BVS. Even even the first Suicide Squad had the first Aquaman had so many people. The first exam had so many people, and it's a shame that wow, like how sad the decrease in attendance has gone down and down. So hmm. I, it, yeah, I think it should have ended either with with Seth Snyder's Justice League, or if they were really, you know what, we on this note, ended on ended on the Flash because the Flash somewhat makes sense because of the ending. Spoiler, it's been six months. You see fucking George Clooney showing up, and he ain't coming back as Batman ever, duh. But, like, the, the Flash made more sense. Despite how we feel about the movie as a movie itself, the movie kind of made more sense.
1: Yeah, because with... also the, that Flash movie, it was kind of like paying homage to all of the different eras of yes. DC up yes. until that point. So that would have been exactly. much better send-off. Send-off. The and George they should The Clooney stuff is very confusing, though, because I remember, like, Gunn was saying... um, I think he was saying like the Batman that shows up at the end of The Flash is going to be the, the Batman for the new DCU going forward. Doubt it. But then it was, <laughs> yeah, but then it was, it was George Clooney. Then he was like, yeah, Batman's not going to be played by George Clooney. So I was like, oh, so you were just lying then. What, what, what the fuck were you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> like, you're sitting on Throne of Lies. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, you, you just said that's going to be the new Batman. Yeah, but yeah. it's not going to be the new Batman. The okay, Flash Yes. Well,
2: it's just a mess. Everything all a mess, about it. It's, it's all, all It really is a mess. Like, yeah. I. They just. They really fucked themselves. Like they yeah. really just. They shot themselves in their foot. It, 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 it was mess, ridiculous. Time, because here's the thing. I feel like they didn't have a horrible start. I think they had a pretty well start. I just think they were trying to catch up to Marvel and just trying to do I don't even know what they were trying to do, honestly. <laughs> like like mean, it right,
3: you know, like uh they were trying to catch up to Marvel and everything like that, instead of, you know, just being on their own pace and taking their own time overall,
2: you know. Too much time. Uh, yeah, like they uh, like yeah. I, I like that they had so many different directors and just but it, it, I felt like they had so much anxiety with trying to catch up with Marvel that they that they rushed it and just failed. And it's just like, like, like with Marvel, DC has such an extensive fucking history, you know. All you gotta do is open one book and you could probably get something to add into the movies. And it feels like they just they 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 just tripped over themselves, you know. Um, like a little kid with like untied shoelaces, <laughs> and it, it, holding ice cream, and it, it went all over the place. <laughs> like, yeah. like it, it really, and I was so so disheartening. Has like, all right, well, I have faith in this. But then it wasn't even like movies came out yet. It was like, all right, well, this is happening. Well, this is happening, especially everything with like Ben Affleck, because I do, I did love, I I still do love Ben Affleck as Batman and Bruce Wayne. I think he was fantastic, and um, you know, just ev, just overall, just everything that happened has more and more news came out and movies came out. It it was just it was real bad so the the way this is ending, like like I don't give a fuck <laughs> at this it's point, you know, it's not even like I'm tired of movies it 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 just became just like all right i I saw this trail, and I have no faith in the future you know i I'll have no expectations but you won't see me like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Now it's just yeah. like, oh, okay. Whatever.
0: It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame they came to this and I think they spent a lot of, too, I think they spent too much time on developing sequels and firing people and interfering where they, they kind of got lost in their own mess. And I think it was just like, man, it was up and down. We have a win. No, we have a win. Not so much. Oh, we have a win. It's like, no, this is bad. It's like, nah, it's a shame. And I think audience speaks. You know, we said Moses, Moses said money speaks. And these last few movies have really cost them a lot of money and losses. So it's unfortunate. Now it's time to you know reboot, regroup, and reset. Um, I'd give it, honestly, I'd give it five and a half out of ten. I, again, I I like the first one a lot. I love, I love a lot of these DCEU movies, but the way it ended and that post credit scene was stupid. And, and Nick called it. And Nick was like, what's going to happen? And he called it. I was like, "I fuck out of here. I, I can't like, believe they did that low-key. I was like, wow, that's the the last shot of that DCU was that. And I was like, all right, whatever. So, yeah, disappointing. I'm sad. RIP at the DCU. You had a interesting run. And now it's time, like I said, time to regroup, reset, and reboot, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, I guess. But uh, it's, uh, that's that. So, yeah, five and a half out of 10 for me. But yeah, it is what it is. All righty, guys. Let's go for the main event of this last episode of 2023. Moses, since you're back and you have the Regal Limited Pass. It's a lot more movies than we have this year. So I, I wanted to do our top 10 this year before the year ends. You know, a lot of movies came out. Like a lot of stuff came out this year. It's been a really good year for cinema and filmmaking and movie going, even with two strikes going on. We're, we're still kind of from the effects of COVID in the theater industry and streaming, obviously. But since you're back, Moses, what – I want you to go first. What are your top 10s of
3: 2023? Uh – my top ten of twenty twenty three. Any uh, order you uh, like? Any order you like? So uh, this is not in order at all. Okay. Go, ahead. Uh, Go, ahead. Go ahead. That's fine. Um, and uh, why it's not in order? I forgot to write down my list, but <laughs> I know in memory. <laughs> but I know in memory uh, at least. Uh, you know, I would say because uh, I, you know, I just watched uh, the color purple. You know, the uh, you know. Uh, oh yeah based on, you know, the Broadway musical, uh, and everything. And man, yeah. it was extraordinary. you know, uh, the color purple was definitely up in my top 10. It was a All beautiful right. film, you know, it it was, you know, it's like, you know, it's very, it's very emotional, you know, it's very emotional, okay. but very, but very great it keeps you off your, like, you know, keeps you, keeps you on your, like, uh, you know, feed the most most of the time in, in terms of, you know, in terms of me watching it, you know, cause I want to go watch, uh, you know, with a friend of mine and, you know, we were, you know, like there's moments where I was like dancing, you know, but that's, you know, um that's definitely in my top 10, uh which is, you know, the color purple. Um uh If you give me a chance, I'll be able to tell you more. I watch also, I think, you know, Wonka is also, you know, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it it was it was it was it was it was a fun time. It was it was a fun time, you know, watching that watching that film. I I didn't think it was a musical at all, you know, but I was like this, this is great, you know what I mean? Uh it's really really fun. Um and it was fun throughout the whole entire film, you know. And uh yeah, yeah, man, it was it was really good. I, I wasn't I, I really had like very low like hopes for the for the for the movie in general, but going yeah. in and actually watching it, I was like, man, this is a really really fun film. Um, uh, but second, uh, third, third, third favorite film and everything that I really liked was uh, uh, the boy, uh, and the heron. Uh, this is uh, Mizaka oh, yeah. yeah, that that was a really really pretty uh you know f- film that I watched. Uh, uh, uh I watched it twice. Um, uh, once because I was. Uh, working on uh, on uh, animation is film it was a uh, film festival that was happening and second time I watched it with a friend of mine uh, which was also really really great you know uh, i really loved so, uh, let me let me write this <laughs> sorry about that Doug. no you're good
0: uh, I, I i have my notes too i'm thinking i'm thinking everyone's top 10 now for our, for our instagram or tiktok too so you're good <laughs>
3: um uh number Number uh number four. Uh, I think I'm in number four. Yep, you're good. But um number four is um is uh the creator, you know. Uh that's What's not that's, this is not this is also this is not very much in this is not in order, you know. Yeah, you're, um, good. you're good. Uh number four is the creator. A beautiful film, great film, you know. Uh, I I I I went in there, you know, like Not I. I I great. I went in there, you know, with like great expectations overall, but I, you know, it was better than what I expected, you know, and what I hoped for, and uh, it was it was great, man. Um, And uh, they shot this thing with a with a three thousand dollar camera, a little camera, crazy, and everything. And he just went around the world and he filmed the scenes that he needed and created this film, and it's magical, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's up there for sure. My top 10, um, and, uh, number, uh, number five is, um, is, uh, it's definitely, you know, Oppenheimer, you know, Mm. um, Oppenheimer is definitely up there, you know, uh, saw that twice, you know, first in 70 mil and. Other time in, like, uh, just you know, in a regular old, you know, movie theater.
4: <laughs> but,
3: but yeah, watching it in, in 70 Mill, man, I was like, whoa, man, this is crazy. You know, this is beautiful. This is, I was, this is cinema, you know, but, uh... <laughs> but I, I was, I was like, yeah, man, this is a really, really pretty film. And it, I never, you know, it, it you know, this guy, Turned a goddamn, you know, like biopic, you know, into a superhero movie, if that makes any sense. You know, <laughs> I follow. Yeah, yeah, I follow. Um, and uh, you know, everybody was on their feet, everybody's on their feet. It it was packed, the theater was packed, man. There was no seat available, you know, at the Chinese theater, no seat avail- available. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely, you know, um. Uh, that's definitely up up there. And number six, uh I really loved um you know um, um this uh I really loved uh air. Air is definitely uh, up yeah. there. Awesome
4: yeah. movie. Awesome yeah. movie. Yeah.
3: yeah, Air, you know, is uh, a great film overall. Once I, I was able to watch it uh once in theaters and then you know second time again in you know Amazon Prime and everything and um and yeah and uh uh there's this movie called um called uh 1001 that came out uh earlier this year and everything and um and you know uh it's it's not really like a you know crazy big studio film it's one of those like indie you know film uh it's it's uh it's it's more along the line of you know uh uh, of, um, you know, um, the uh, uh, mid 90s or, um, you know, like Moonlight and all those, and all those other sort of like any films that you've probably seen. Oh,
4: cool.
3: yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 2001. It's a really, really good film that takes place in Brooklyn, you know, and um, that came out this year. And I thought it was a great film. Um, and uh, there's, there's probably other movies that I'm definitely missing you know, for sure, but this is on top of my head that I that I, uh, that I'm picking up, but, uh, number, uh, number eight is Barbie, you know, had a good time, you know, I had a good time watching Barbie, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, uh, number eight is Barbie, and, you know, uh, what other movies that came out this year? Um, Da da, da 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 uh da, da. give me 5 seconds guys i promise you're i you're good you're I, good uh da, da, da. um number 8 is uh is this is number 9 you're good you're good 9 <laughs> is uh, yeah 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 appreciate that actually uh <laughs> 9 is a kid <laughs> Killer the flower moon. I had a okay. good time on that. Yeah, that was a fun movie too that I watched. Um uh was that was that film? And number 10 uh was, you know, uh I really loved uh I really loved um you know uh uh Equalizer, you know. Yeah uh, Yeah, that's definitely uh up there. Uh this is not in order, but these are just films that I really loved and had a good time. There's 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 probably some that are what I'm like missing, you know, like they clone Tyrone, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was a, good know, one. That's, that's a film that I, that I really enjoyed too as well. But yeah, you know, those are my list. You know, um, if you guys want to, you know, uh, go go ahead and maybe um, go watch some of them. You definitely can. I think all of them are definitely great. But um, yeah, yeah.
0: Good list, my friend. Good list. Now, Three was fucking awesome. I got that for Christmas on Blu-ray. The movie was fucking awesome. The movie was Denzel was so badass in that. Ugh. Yeah, so yeah. fucking good in that movie. All right, all right, Joe, my friend, time for you to talk. What is Mr. Joel Kindelin's top ten of 2023?
2: Okay, so this is a list that I made while y'all yeah, were talking about Aquaman. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, since I didn't have anything to say about it. Uh, so, I have watched hardly any movies. If it wasn't on, like, you know, Amazon or anything, I didn't see it. So, um, yeah, I didn't see a lot of movies this year. And I probably forgot a few of them. Um, So, but this is my list I have so far. This is my list. It's completed. I'm not going to go over it, it because... We've uh, we've talked about these movies in previous, yep. you know, podcasts. So I'm just gonna go down nothing in order because honestly, it's hard to you know put movies that you, you you do enjoy into like what's better than the other. Sometimes depends. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Is one of them. Good movie. Um. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Fantastic movie.
0: You mean Knock knock at the Cabin?
2: Knock at the Cabin. There we go. I
0: got
2: you. Knock (laughs) at the Cabin. I was about to say, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Sorry. Knock at the Cabin. My bad. My bad. I got you. I got you. I got you. Which is a fantastic movie. Uh, Shows Bautista's acting chops. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Um, The Creator. I watched two nights ago, because it's on Hulu. Yes, Joe,
0: yes, Joe, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's on Hulu, yeah, you can think, yeah, Hulu. Uh, Renfield, I, I oddly enjoyed that movie, I don't know, sometimes What's weird fun? movies, I just, yeah, it was a fun and weird Who's movie. Uh, Old Dad. I loved Ooh. that one. Oh, Bill Burr? Yes, sir. Um, John Wick 4, Yeah. Creed 3, uh, the killer, but not the Netflix one. This is an Asian film I watched on Amazon, I think. Okay. So yeah, uh, Oppenheimer. Uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, and then I I want to um mention a movie uh has like a what is it called? Honorable mention. Yeah, an honorable mention, which is uh the Champions.
0: That was a cute movie, yeah,
2: yeah. I always do enjoyed that, and it was yeah, that was great. I like that. So there you go.
0: Nice. Champions was cute, yeah. That that little girl cracked me up. She she had a she was a Christian up a storm, man. But she was funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: From she she was a female virgin of Fletch uh, Fletch man. Fletch I how that. it
0: is, man. Watch how Dude, it is.
2: Fletch will her. it will do. <laughs> yourself or something <laughs> like oh man i love fletch i miss him man, but yeah pimpin'. no know. Nice uh, right no. big pimp that man pulled so many girls in school and <laughs> the girls didn't want to talk to us <laughs> 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 so no yeah, Good list, yeah. Man.
1: Uh, all right thank Good you list.
0: of course all right no. my friend nick mr nick johnson top 10 of 2023 yes, my, friend, my friend you're up
1: so top 10 of 2023 for me in no particular order are uh, the uh, the Hunger Games movie or the, the Hunger oh, nice. Games prequel that just released. Oh, um, Nick, I, I
0: fucked up again. Dude, I gave you the Blu-ray on Tuesday. I am mad at myself. I have it right on my desk right here.
1: Nah, I so up, sorry. Up, bro. I'll pick it up for you next time. I'll pick it up for next you next time. time. It, Problems, ain't no I it ain't no worse. It ain't no worse. But okay. you know that, yeah, because this, um, this prequel, this is the first Hunger Games movie that I've seen. Yeah. Um, I... I I was not interested in the franchise when it was like first coming out because I didn't read the books and it was just kind of like it seemed like it was a lot of like YA uh, yeah. movie adaptations coming out and I was like I don't give a hot goddamn part of my language but um, like I was watching this movie and it was it was like some brutal stuff in there and it was kind of it was cool to see that they just they didn't really they didn't really hold back on the violence and um, not to glorify violence or anything like that but it was just it was cool to see like how far these characters were willing to go to to survive and to, like, move forward. Um, so I, I like that, because uh, they didn't really, they didn't pull uh, their punches with that, and I thought that was cool. Um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 I liked a lot. Um, there was there was like some stuff where I was like, uh, you know, I don't know that I'm, like, totally feeling that, but the overall, like, concept of it, and I'm not gonna get, like, too, too much into it, just in case no one's seen it yet, but um, it was, like, just seeing kind of the 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 heightened threat that they all like had to face because it was kind of like i was like i don't know how they're gonna like um get through this you know it was just just, like cool to see like how everything kind of was like like everybody was doubting themselves and each other and everything like that and i thought i thought that was really cool um number three is guardians of the galaxy volume three hey um like i i liked the first one a lot the second one i was kind of like it was kind of middle of the road for me this third one was really good yeah like the second one it was just kind of like i don't know but this third one it it was too jokey exactly i just yeah i really fell off but the the um the third one kind of retroactively made the second one a little bit better just because it it ties in a little bit but um No, it was uh, it was really cool. And one thing that surprised me was because going into the franchise, I'm looking at it as this is Peter Quill's story. And you know, like back in like 2014 when it first came out, um, I didn't really know a lot about the Rocket Raccoon character. I didn't really like care. Like he just always seemed like a side character to me. You know what I mean? But this movie kind of made him my favorite Guardian. Um, So I thought I thought that was really cool. And it was just like a good you know third installment a good send off to the to the franchise um and you know it, it got me a little bit more excited about James Gunn working on the uh, on the, the DCEU uh but more specifically Superman Legacy so I thought that was really cool um uh, number 4 is John Wick 4 I thought this one was really cool um I like that they like the ending I feel like it was kind of like they're trying to make it seem like this but it's like really this or whatever you know and i'm like i would have just i would have done something a little bit more uh definitive i'll say but it was cool to see how john wick's life kind of just affects like everybody around him because they did focus on that yeah. a little bit more i mean I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting um let's see number 5 is going to be creed 3 mm-hmm. i love the creed franchise and i think michael B. Jordan did a really good job um Uh, being a first-time director on this um yeah i just i just thought it was dope i I thought it was really really good um uh, across the spider-verse is gonna be my next one into the spider-verse was amazing across the spider-verse just basically took it to a whole nother level man like i I just oh man like i loved like the 2099 spider-man and um (laughs) spider-punk and like the cast and just how they um they kind of like amped amped up the uh, the art style, and they like included a lot more kind of like frenetic energy to it, and I thought that was really cool. Uh, next yeah, one's uh, to-
4: uh, no. What's I just up- want to say that
3: that's definitely my top ten, and I completely like like m- missed it. You know, uh, shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <I'm serious, laughs> be serious. So
1: in my ass if you missed it.
3: <laughs> yo, hey, yo, Into the Spider Verse, definitely my top ten. Sorry if I missed it, and, you know, 100%. Sorry, go ahead. What are you,
0: what are you replacing, though? What are you replacing your top uh, ten for? Hey,
3: uh, basically, you know, uh, b- a Barbie. Okay, okay. I got you, yeah, I got you. Barbie, I got you. Living, but, yeah. I respect I got you.
1: you. I haven't seen Barbie yet, but I respect it. Um, uh, Oppenheimer, that's going to be my next one. Uh, you know, obviously, Chris Van great filmmaker. Killian Murphy. Is it Killian or Cillian? Killian, you got it.
2: It's I Killian? say Killian, yeah, because yeah, it's the game I
1: say. Yeah, Killian killed it as as uh J.R. Oppenheimer no, just, yeah. and I just um the thing about this movie that I liked a lot was just I liked that they kind of explored the uh, the existential dread that he had after creating the atom bomb. I thought that was I liked how they <laughs> explored that and how it kind of just like fucked his life up and um just you know the 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 psychological aspects of it I thought was cool. Um, this next yeah, one. But- yeah,
0: clarity. He had a post nut
1: clarity. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. <laughs> was, uh, right, I, but... I saw this. I saw this meme on like Instagram, and it was it was like Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer, and he was like acting all shocked and everything. But the caption was like, like when they made when they used the atom bomb after they like made the atom bomb, it was like something like that. Like after they used it, nah, I can't remember, but it was funny. Sorry about that. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go, bro. But uh, this next one um, is a this is a, uh, an animated film. Actually, it was called Batman: The Doom That Came to Gotham, and it was kind of like Batman meets like H.P. Lovecraft type monsters. And um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the with the uh, H.P. Lovecraft stories, but it's just kind of like out there, like space horror type stuff. And I uh, it's like cosmic War- horror. Warfare? Batman: The Doom That Came to Gotham. It's mm, on uh, HBO okay. Max
4: gotcha gotcha
1: yeah if you're a batman fan i would definitely check it out
2: i gotta get HBO max
1: you don't have hbl you gotta get it bro you gotta get it but um this next one uh the next one is strays uh i thought this movie was just hilarious with jamie fox and uh uh, uh uh will ferrell this movie had me fucking dying bro and again like this was another movie it just it did not hold its punches um as far as the comedy is is concerned like they just like went there and followed the jokes i just thought it was uh it was really funny um this next one, um, I, I started it. I haven't had a chance to finish it yet, though, but it is on Netflix, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm like roughly halfway through it, and I'm loving it so far, man. I might just, you know, watch it while I take my my, uh, my bubble bath tonight, matter of fact. But, <laughs> like, for
4: from,
1: from what I've seen so far, I, uh, I'm i loving it. Uh, I, I can't wait to finish it, and I can't wait to get to part two. And I heard that at some point... Snyder basically is going to release like the Snyder cuts for part one and part two on Netflix, and I think they're going to be rated R each of them, and they're both going to be like longer versions of the movies. So Hell yeah! I'm definitely excited for that. I cannot wait. And that's my top ten for 2023. What a good list! And I feel like I saw, 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 saw some of those with you actually. I saw
0: Strays with you, so Oppenheimer. We yeah. saw Hunger Games, but yeah, dude, I remember, you and I, we were cracking up in strays, man. That shit had us weak. The movie had was me.
1: ridiculous, bro. That,
4: <laughs> that movie, movie was kind of we...
0: <laughs> I'm so mad, <laughs> too. because I, re- I recorded our out-of-theater reaction. We were we were laughing during our reaction, too. I went home. And the audio was quiet. I was like, fuck. And I was so mad. I was damn. like, damn it. Because I was like, was, we were, you know, I were just cracking up during our theater reaction. Like, like like we did with Equalizer and we did Aquaman 2. And I was like, can hey, we post this? And I was like, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't recover the audio. But yeah, we were cracking. I mean, we had us laughing, bro. we were laughing our asses off. I'm that was a good hilarious. one. All right. I'm I'm, I'm really, I'm going. I've, I've had a struggle with my top 10 of this year. I'm kind of all over the place. Um, my quick my quick honorable mentions though. I'll be real quick with this. Uh, my list right here um, is Hunger Games, Battle Song, Birds and Snakes, second favorite of the franchise. Guardians Three, uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, Barbie, Fast Ten. Yes, I said Fast Ten. Uh, Creed Three, uh, Anyone But You, No Hard Feelings, Knock at the Cabin, uh, Asteroid City, Joyride, Equalizer Three, Champions. Strays as well. I love Strays. TMNT, Mutant Mayhem, Bottoms, The Clo Tyrone, and Scream Six. Those are all my honorable mentions, real quick. Because uh, the top ten was tough this year, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go in from uh, uh, ten to one. Again, yeah, I They was Tyrone, also my honorable mentions, but it was in my top ten. By I, I, I replaced it with Spider Verse. So number ten for me, it's Spider Spider Man across Spider Verse. Listen, I like the first one a lot. This one was improved on so many different things. The animation was gorgeous, the voice acting was superb, the writing by Phil Lord and Chris Miller is top tier, phenomenal soundtrack by Metro Boomin and, and the artists. I love that soundtrack so much. Um controversial opinion on a lot of people's list probably number at number uh, 9. It's uh Saltburn. Yeah, this movie is very divisive as me and Mo's talked about before the show and our pre-show. It's a very divisive movie. It's a very shock factor movie. It's very young, kind of like a Tarantino. Emerald uh, Fennell kind of follows up her Oscar win with this movie. Yeah, I saw. I went in. No, I went in blind with Zeta. We had, We didn't see any trailers. Nothing. Marketing went to the press screening, and that movie just surprised me in very different ways. But I can't stop thinking about it since then. And so yeah, uh, Salt-Burns number nine. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to. Think, I, I talk, I'm on Letterbox. Um. All right. So number number that was number eight. Uh, so yeah, number number nine. Sorry, nine was Saltburn. Number eight, I have Dumb Money. Um. Listen, I love I love Social Network and I love The Big Short. This was a love title of Moneyball, Social Network, and The Big Short. Uh, Greg Gillespie is a really underrated director. He does stuff like you know, Itania, uh, Corella, uh, The Fright Night remake, which I just fucking love so much. Um, He's a very, very underrated filmmaker, if you ask me. And you know, for uh, for some reason, I feel like he does really great. He does really good, um, you know, ensemble pieces. And I feel like he, I I feel like too. It's like he he knows how to great great performances out of all of all his filmmakers, uh, all his actors. But his movies aren't really commercially successful for some reason and I I I like that for some I I love a kind of underdog kind of a movie but for some reason he I don't know his movies don't do well in theater except for me Cruella but I think he's a great filmmaker super underrated Paul Dano is phenomenal Paul Dano um, Anthony Ramos and American Ferrara are phenomenal if you were affected by the GameStop AMC stock crash it might be a little kind of a little tough for you to watch, um, but you know it's a great great biopic, a lot of fun, uh, great soundtrack, great ensemble. But again, I think it came out a little too soon since the the uh, AMC GameStop uh, uh, you know uh, stock market stock fiasco It's only, it's only been two years. So uh, yeah, it's still great great movie. But yeah, if you watch if you watch it on streaming or watch it on Blu-ray, definitely worth it. It's a lot of fun. I uh, so not so, so that was 10, 9, 8, 7 is Oppenheimer. Um again, Baker Nolan fan, uh, you know, stuff for like Batman, Dark obviously Dark Knight, Interstellar Tenet. Um, we all saw Dunkirk in theaters, you meet and Moses and two people that we're not friends with anymore, unfortunately. Um, and we all thought Dunkirk was good. It was well made, but like we were like, whose character was who again? Who what was his name? What was their name? Um, you know, Tom Hardy's in it, obviously. You know, and a lot of people, Harry Styles is in it, obviously. But like, you don't really kind of feel the connection to your to their characters or to their names or whatever. But seeing this in, in 143 IMAX and 70 mm is a definitely an experience. Remember, I, I had to wait weeks to go take Nick to take Nick to this movie because it was sold out for weeks. When, we, when you know, when I saw it, it was finally like seats were available and it was sold out. It was an event. Like Barbie was an event, but like the way that the IMAX 143... 70 millimeter shows were sold out for weeks until months it is ridiculous so it was cool seeing that great filmmaking it's a master class in filmmaking and acting really top tier uh cinematography score by ludwig uh Gornsson. it's really great uh it's a master class in filmmaking is it his best no but it's definitely an experience like no other that are in uh in the theaters you had to see the imax so you had to see in, in theaters to 70 millimeter to experience the movie what it was so yeah yeah, so I have Spider-Man at 10, Saltburn at 9, The Money at 8, up at number 6. Okay, number six, no, sorry, number 6 is a movie called Missing. This movie, it's on Netflix now, but if you saw the movie Searching in 2018 with John Cho, it's all done you know, via Skype and FaceTime and through the desktop. And it's definitely not a traditional film. It's a very low-budget movie, too. But the way it captured you, I remember watching on the flight to London and I was screaming at my at my screen. I was like, don't do that. What are you doing? No, 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 no. I was getting angry with this movie. And Missing is the same kind of universe-esque in a way. And it's all told via FaceTime through the, through the lens of your MacBook, whatever. And Storm Reid, who is a star in the making, she's phenomenal in this. Her mom goes missing, you know. Uh, mom goes on trip with her boyfriend to, in Columbia, and she goes missing no word from her. So she gets to kind of figure out how to find my mom, how to find her mom and how to find, you know, what's going on. Cause she went missing her boyfriend went missing. It's a really thrilling movie. And I remember seeing it in theaters, like randomly on a weekend. I walked in, there was no one there. And I was like, huh, all right. And I was just captured. This came out back in February, January, and I was captured by this movie. I was like, holy shit, this is this is this is crazy. The twist, the turns, the acting. get all done via a MacBook uh, webcam is crazy. And it it captured me. And I was thinking about it for weeks and weeks. The twists, the reveals are insane. It's on Netflix. See this movie, watch it because you are gonna be hooked in the first 20 minutes. It's awesome. Number five is the creator. Again, as Moses said, too, the way it's shot on this $3,000 camera, it's an original film. It's a theatrical film. It's a sci-fi movie. Things that I just love. I love original. I love theatrical. I love sci-fi. It breaks my heart this movie flopped in theaters. I hope it has a great life on Hulu. But it's sad that Disney sees the movie as a flop. Oh, again, it's an original sci-fi movie. No one saw it in theaters. All right, too bad. We'll stop making these movies for theaters. We'll put them on Hulu or Disney Plus or... We'll stop making these movies in general because it's a, it costs too much. It's a shame, it cost, no, it was decently budgeted, but knowing Disney, as Joel always says, they don't trust their filmmakers, they don't trust the process. So unfortunately it's, it flopped. But if you're on Hulu, watch this movie, this movie is credible. It was a cinematic experience that I saw. I was just mesmerized with the screen. John David Washington is a movie star. Uh, Gareth Edwards has a phenomenal script, great direction. The visual effects are amazing. It's really a remarkable film. Number five. Number four is Air. Again, loving to Michael Jordan. I am from born, born and raised Chicago, as Joel is. We are Michael Jordan fans. He's one of our heroes. Our idols growing up in Chicago. Big part of my childhood. I love Matt Damon. I love Chris Tucker. I love Marlon Wayans. I love Ben Affleck. Vala Davis is phenomenal in this, as she always is. It's a great cast ensemble. Well, shout out to Nick and Kalen for making this really cool Air uh, poster for my office. It's awesome. I love it. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Kalen. It's a I really cool canvas. Album. I love it. My favorite gifts I got this year. Um, but if you're a Michael Jordan fan, if you're a Nike fan, if you're a great filmmaking fan, this movie for you. Ben Affleck comes back as director chair after his flop, which was um Live by Night. Ben Affleck is a phenomenal director. He's you know, he's writing himself with Ben Affleck, Ben and his childhood friend. It's a great biopic, but it's funny. It's funny at times. It's it's root for these characters, the acting's phenomenal. Um, it's a really sharp, really great script. It's a lot of fun, really quick pace too. Um, it's very kind of like Jerry Maguire-esque to a vibe. Um, but man, it's a fun time of the movies. And I love that MGM and Amazon um, invest in this movie. as a full-on theatrical release before it came to Amazon Prime. And did pretty well too. And that's a, that's a wake-up call to Netflix that if you make movies for the theater, people will go see them and before they go on Netflix. So I love that Amazon took a risk for This wide release movie for his low budget, uh, low budget uh, movie biopic, and it it shine, Man, this movie is awesome. Number three is The Killer, the US version, not the one that uh, uh Joel mentioned. Uh, oh. David Fincher, man, Fuck, dude, I love David Fincher, man. This guy, this guy, can do no wrong if you ask me. Um, uh, well, maybe Mink, Mink was not good actually. Um, but. Uh, the killer I remember hearing mixed things about I heard Joelle's I heard Joel's thoughts about it I heard a lot of, it was very divisive uh, My girl Zeta's parents didn't really like it really and I was like, oh man And I was hearing this I was getting these really again, great critic review, great critic reviews But really bad audience reviews and I was like fuck no here we go I watched again. I didn't see it in theaters the way I was jumping Joseph Moses for seeing it in theaters I didn't get to see it uh, on the big screen. I watched it on Netflix and man, I was fucking hooked I love this movie so much. It's it's Andrew Kevin Walker, who wrote Seven. A movie that's phenomenal. It was one of David Fincher's best movies, if you ask me. Um, this movie has an amazing script. The Michael Fassbender coming back to act after a four-year break, he's phenomenal in this. Uh, it's oddly funny at times. Uh, the pace goes, man. It, for me, it went by really fast. Uh, the script is very sharp. Again, phenomenal script. The direction by David Fincher is top tier. It's him back in his element. You know, Death venture we all know him from Fight Club, Seven, The Social Network, Um, Zodiac, but going gone girl. When he works with killers or works with kind of like dark subjects like this, he knows what he's doing. He is just a master in telling assassin, killer, serial killer, dark movies. And he does a phenomenal job in this. The score is phenomenal, the pace is phenomenal, the supporting cast is great. But Michael Fassbender, man, shit! This man can act his ass off, and he's so good. But the script is phenomenal. I love this movie so much. I watched it twice again. Well, after I saw it once with Z, again by myself. I love this movie. It's it's really just a great adventure movie, but it's a great movie overall. Uh, number two is The Holdovers. This movie warmed my heart. Went to the press screening with it for it. Again, go. I, I knew a little bit that, thanks to Joel, Hey, look, Paul G. Myers in a movie. I watched me ten. Let me get five seconds out of the trailer. That's so all I watch. I'm watching the movie, it's original. I'm gonna watch it. Paul Giamatti is phenomenal in this. Devine Joy Randolph is phenomenal in this. It's an original movie, low budget movie, indie film, uh, uh, made via Focus Features and Universal Pictures. It's an original movie made for the big screen, low budget. I love that these studios were investing in low budget movies like this for the big screen. It's a it's a warm hug, man. If you again, it get in the '70s, Paul Giamatti is phenomenal as he always is. But Devine joined Randolph. She's gonna win the Oscar thing this year for Best Supporting Actress. She's phenomenal in this. Uh, but it's funny. It's heartwarming. It's a great period piece in the '70s. It's shot. It's the way shot. Way of the film grain. The cigarette burns is really cool. Uh, the newcomer Dominic Dominic Sessa is a great actor. His his first movie. His first outing as an actor is great. Again, it's a f- movie ends. You feel good. You you just kind of love your life. You kind of like feel good inside. You feel warm. You know, it's like kind of set the holidays with the snow and everything. Um, I just love this movie. It was, it was very charming. It was being you know, cute and original phenomenal performances. I was laughing out loud multiple times. Oh uh, yeah. So number two is the holdovers. And number one is fucking John wick for the fucking Baba Yaga. Um, I've seen I saw, I saw two and three with you, Nick, in college, and we were like, "Holy shit, what what is going on here?" And oh, yeah. you know, Keanu is this was the, this John Wick was what rebooted, brought back Keanu from the dead from like career career deck. We're doing a lot of shitty movies. Don't get me wrong, but John Wick again. I love all these movies before, man. Fuck this movie. Chaslesky is one of my favorite filmmakers now. The way he's able to capture action and you know, hand to hand combat gun you know gun, sorry gunfu with the the guns the gunplay and the violence everything it's an art man it's an, it the way that Keanu and his and uh Stolesky and his team are able to capture all these action scenes and look you make it look effortlessly is phenomenal its three hours the pace goes by so quick Donnie Yen is so badass in this as as his friend with the, with the swords and the guns oh my god this movie to me was a perfect send-off to the franchise. If they make more, obviously, on their day one. But, man, there is some shit in this movie where I was like, my my jaw was dropped. I was like, holy fuck. How are they getting this on camera? Like, this is crazy. And I said, the, the scenes with the dogs, the scenes with the, the flamethrower gun, uh, the, the fire uh, shotgun, it's just, you're there like, holy shit. One of the best action movies I've ever seen in my life. I love this franchise, and it's been my top, it's been my once since I saw it, and back in March, and I can't stop thinking about it, I'm watching it over and over again, just feel the crazy scenes that they shot, and it's just, it's just, this franchise to me, is just, it gets better and better with each movie, and it gets crazier with each stunt, it's just a really, I think it's a perfect action movie, so, I number one at John Wick, and we got a lot of great movies this year, both streaming and theatrical, um, again, it was tough to do top ten. Said hundred Games almost in my top ten as well because I, I love seeing it with you, Nick. I will seeing it IMAX with you. I saw it again for Zeta's birthday. Um, oh, love that my franchise. Ah, uh, but yeah, it was it was it was hard. It was hard to do a top ten. But man, what a year for filmmaking! What a year for cinema! Ah, uh, we have lot I mean, it just it was a great movies this year. It was hard to do a top ten, but you know thank you guys for your top 10 list. I know it was kind of like, it's hard. You know, we do a top 10 of anything list, food, TV shows, music, whatever. It's tough. But, uh, I think a few of us has a little overlapping in our, in our list, which was really cool. But yeah, man, what a fucking year for, what a year for, uh, for filmmaking and cinema. I know 2024 is going to have a great year ahead for us because, Man, oh man, it's it's really really, movies were back, man. Movies are back. Movie. I think last year we got a little bit taste of it, you know, post COVID. But I think this year was kind of like, guess what? Movies are back, better than ever. Support your theater. If you watch it on streaming or whatever. But man, like I said, what a year for movies. A lot of things that were kind of unmentioned. But man, yeah, I said what a fucking year, guys. What a year for movies. Uh, Yes, indeed. Man, and sorry, Aquaman 2 You're not on our any, any list, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> or the Flash. In some cases, damn. Um, yeah, well, that's it's,
1: it's, tough, man. That's crazy. It's
0: tough. It's tough, man. But bef- before we sign off real quick, I want to. Joe had this idea last week that I feel bad. I kind of I said How about next week before we sign off for the week, for the year, and for this month and this episode. I want to go around real quick and say, what are some of the movies or movie that you're most excited for of next year of 2024 nick you first my friend oh let me think let me think
1: mm. 2024 uh da, 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 da.
4: searching the mental catalog right now dang for 2024 mm, that's a good question I almost said Blade, but I think that's 2025, right?
1: Keeps getting delayed. (laughs) Keeps getting delayed. (laughs) Damn it. Let's see. Well, I will say this. One movie I'm really excited for is Deadpool 3. Yeah, let's go. They're bringing back Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, man, based on those set photos. Bro, I'm looking forward to that, man. Fucking go. All
4: right. Deadpool 3. Joe? Uh...
2: Mmm that is hard to pick. Um I'm going to say Godzilla and, and Kong. Okay. Um uh cuz I feel like they've been doing pretty well with this. We'll see how this one goes. Uh okay. Deadpool 3 has well you know me. I've been a Deadpool fan before the movies came out. I was Way before, reading the comics. Yeah, so uh, I was rocking the comics. I, I I still have my tattoo idea for it, uh, because a lot of people don't know about certain things. I gotta say, I did 'cause because I don't want people stealing it. Uh, and <laughs> hey, what's the tattoo idea? I got you. Don't worry. Um,
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're smart. I like that. Thank
2: you. You were smart. <laughs> uh <laughs> fuck and i'm going to say it's uh ghostbusters yeah
4: that looks yeah. fun
2: it looks interesting i feel like this they they're doing it correctly you know they still have the same cast the same kids and uh you know it's uh i want to see where this goes what they'll do and we we still have the original cast in this movie as well it's so hilarious. you know yeah so um so i'm excited to see what happens i would have said kung fu panda but i saw the trailer i saw what they're doing i'm not too certain about it but we'll see how that one goes
0: yeah it was a little underwhelmed a that trailer too like in front yeah yeah it's cool all right moses your most movies you're excited for in 2024.
3: Yeah, I mean, I got I, uh, I got a few uh, actually. Go ahead. You know, Go ahead. Uh, there is uh, of course you know Deadpool. Like everybody else saying, I'm excited for that too as well. Um, I hope I hope I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope in terms of profit, it makes what it needs. Uh, Gladiator is uh, I'm excited for that. Oh uh, yeah, uh, really Scott. I watched Napoleon. Uh, you know, I thought it was a, oh, I thought it was good. I had a good time, but I'm hoping Gladiator is pretty good. Uh, there's uh Twister. It's the remake from the old Twister film. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that, and uh, I'm excited for um, uh, for Dune. Yeah, uh, let's
0: go. Let's go.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's coming out. That's coming out in March. You know, so um, there's that, and uh, the Godzilla movie. You know, the new one that's coming out, Godzilla vs. Kong, um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that, and Furiosa.
0: Oh, um, fuck, yes.
3: Yeah, that should be really, really cool. You know, George uh, George Miller, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I heard Quentin Tarantino had a movie coming out in 2024, so we'll see, maybe it's in 2025. Oh, I- shit. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, those are the those are my top right now. Yeah, that that I've heard of that are you know coming out. So you yeah,
0: Fury Road looks fucking dope, dude. I fucking love Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I cannot wait. All right, for me, it's tough to man Dune Part Two just because of Denis in the first one. Um, also got to see it in one fourth or IMAX. I have, I got, I gotta see it in that IMAX ratio. Um, Dune, Deadpool three. again, I love Deadpool franchise. I love the first one so much. I uh, yeah, Hugh Jackmans coming back. I think Sean Levy doing this one is a very underrated filmmaker. I think he's a really kind of good dude overall, but like he works he looks really well with his cast and he works really well with Hugh and Ryan, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. So that's two. um, oh man, I had one I was gonna, I was gonna mention. Oh, the fall guy. Oh, I cannot wait for The Fall Guy. The Fall Guy looks fucking awesome with Ryan Gosling. David Leach is doing it. I am hyped for this movie. So, 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 I think I saw the trailer for it last night uh, when I was watching uh, at, at Regal, and I was like, I cannot wait for this movie. I fucking love Ryan Gosling. I love David Leach. Uh, I mean, Blunt, uh, Winston Duke is going to be in it. Oh my god, this movie looks so much fun. Oh, look, no. It looks so good, dude. I'm so hyped for that movie. Uh, so Fall Guy, first number three. Um, oh, man, it's tough, man. Some good ones coming out this year. Uh, Furiosa, yeah, Furiosa, which I love. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: Mad Max and Fury Road. And, oh man, so many good things coming out next year. It's tough. I can't say Craven the Hunter because I'm kind of worried about that movie just because of Morbius. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, there's so much coming out. Do we even have a fifth one? I got a lot I'm looking forward to. Oh man, I'm looking, at my, I'm looking at my list right now. There's so much. Uh, I'll say Argyle. Argyle because it's, it's Matthew Vaughn coming back to the big screen. Um, and I love him kind of doing back to still doing spy stuff but it's more original um, I mean based on a book doesn't come out yet so i would say Argyle because the trailer's kind of had me sold I love great cast too from Sam Jackson to Matt, to uh, Henry Cavill to Brian Cranston uh, to um, oh my gosh like every, uh, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Hadward um, Ariana DeBose like he's a phenomenal cast and I love when Matthew Vaughn kind of does something new I mean it's still a spy movie like he did, for, like he did with Kingsman but like it looks kind of more, kind of just like different than that. So, I'm I'm hyped for that. Uh, so yeah, guys, a lot of good movies coming out. Uh, let's know what you guys think. Please please comment, review. Please comment. I'll leave leave a review in the in the podcast feed or our YouTube channel. Like, what are you most excited for? What are you not looking forward to? Um, again, I'm looking forward to seeing again Ghostbusters as well. But like, there's a lot, guys. There's a lot coming out. I'm hoping the Bob Marley movie looks pretty good. Hope that's hope it's a good movie. There's so much coming out next year. So. And both on streaming and theatrical but man what what a year guys what a year it's been what a year we have um upcoming i want to thank all of you guys man you guys really are the heart of the show you know nick uh without you man these screens wouldn't be as fun you make every screening i go to like so much more fun and enjoyable with our commentary and kind of like you know making fun of every making fun of certain things or just laughing our athletic reaction whether it's expendables for or aquaman um or you know Fast 10 or Indiana Jones, man. Thank you for always being my, my wingman at these screenings, man, because really, you make them way more fun to me. I couldn't do, I couldn't do without you.
1: Uh, thank you for bringing me, man, because I, I I just love going. I love no, movies. I fun. love hanging out with you. So it's just kind of like, it's it's the best of both worlds for me, man. And, you know, it's always just a fun experience to to see the movie and to be able to, like, talk about it uh, with you uh, when we're doing the Out of Theater Reactions and on this show over here with, with the rest of everybody, man. It's just... Um, it's great, man. I love it. And it's it's just, it's a lot of fun and it, it means a lot to be included in this, man. So, so thank you, bro. Of course, man, please. It's my pleasure. And, you know,
0: Moses, man, you know, Moses, I, I remember meeting you day, day two, day three of, uh, of, of class. And we were walking up to that really 8 a.m. art class. Now you actually, oh, Nick was in that class too, that really weird 8 a.m. art class, the guy with the mohawk um and oh, yeah uh, we had really weird we were making shapes and figures and stuff like that and all the time i'm like this is an 8 a.m class on a monday why the fuck are we taking this class this class makes no damn sense <laughs>
4: yeah. um
0: but i remember sitting next to you i was like yo i know anyone i know i heard about, i heard you, I heard you were kind of like the funny guy in the dorms i meet this guy and you were making me laugh Right when I met you, but you know, man, from everything I've seen you do this year, from as the day goes by to what you're working on, was the Super Bowl, or the Golden Globes, whatever, man. I am so proud of you and your progress in LA. You make it, you make us proud, man. Whenever you're on the show, it's always fun to have the boys, the crew together on the show. Um, uh, you know, you are definitely a big part of why I love movies and my experiences too. So thank you for again being part of the show, doing this with me and the guys, man. You are again one of the hearts of the show too. we I mean, couldn't do it without you. So thank you for being you. And thank you for always being so positive too, man. You know, they might you, Moses, that you're always positive about anything, from the smallest thing to a movie, to a class, to an event, whatever. You're always, hey man, take it easy, be positive, man. And I think I've seen that in you no matter in the past seven years of knowing you. Which is crazy. Way I met you and Nick seven years ago, going on eight years next year, which is crazy. But honestly, man, you make everything more fun too. So thank you for always being being part of the show as
4: well,
3: hey man. Thank you, and it's great being. It's always you know a good time being in the show and everything. You know, um, yeah. No, seriously. Um, I, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad uh, the show is like pushing on no matter what basically happens. You know, um, it's always pushing on, um, and, and it's great. You know, you never know what's gonna happen overall, um, and uh, I'm excited for the future of the show for the future of this team and uh, just got to keep rolling, you know, no matter what. And, um, and uh, I appreciate you guys uh, for, uh, you know, for always um, making sure that uh, I feel, I feel included and in everything, you know, some days I might not be here and everything, but you know, when I do come on, you know, uh, I, it, it feels, it feels like I never left. So I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> I love
0: that, man. No, it's, it's always home when you're here, man. Like you're home too. Whenever you're on, man, it's like, Kind of like last last week. It's kind of just like you know, keeping up from we last left off, man. So We're always glad you can hop on, bro. Really, it means a lot to us. And of course, last but not least, the man himself, guy I've known for over twenty years, Joe. You know, you're. <laughs> I I remember pitching this to you too, and you were like, "Fuck it, let's do it." And you know, again, you've been a huge part of my life for twenty years. Uh, and from everything we went through, and from childhood to high school, now in our adulthood. Uh, you are the reason why I love movies the way I do thanks to you and my family But you're the guy hey, we see a movie. Let's go if the boys don't want to go We're going in high school or middle school, whatever you know, and yeah, go to the movies and whatever you're here We have to see a movie whether it was Overlord whether it was Knives Out or whether it was uh, The King's Man when we saw it before you left uh, You've been a big part of my life and you know always supporting me always helping me out with whatever I needed in my life but also, man, you make the show what it is from your rants of Disney to your kind of inside thinking of like, you know, what you see in movies and TV, kind of like putting me on different movies like Place Beyond the Pines to me so forever to watch. Um, I'm still not over. I'm still mad at myself for kind of like taking my time with that movie. But honestly, Joe, you really have been a big part of my life, at the show, and always helping me kind of keeping me sane. And whenever... When the, boys, when the boys are kind of unavailable, you're always there no matter what. Hey, top of the show. We'll show the shit for two hours, man. You know, it is talk about snacks. Talk about life in general. But the show wouldn't be without you too, Joe. And seriously, man, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for always kind of being there and kind of being one of the best co-hosts ever. Because you can author of you guys. But as a whole, the show it really is because of you guys. And Joe, always, man. You're there no matter what. So thank you, my friend. It means a lot to me.
2: Oh, thank you, man. That, that means the world to me. Because you you are my uh longest friend you know um as you say uh my heterosexual life partner for life uh, <laughs> for life hey, uh Jane, tell him no. Bob. Uh, yeah <laughs> uh i don't think uh honestly like man like i don't think i would ever done this if 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 uh, if if it wasn't for you, i probably would just been daydreaming about like oh man I, I wish I could do this um, and then just you know choosing what I want to do within life you know like growing up uh I was lame as shit. <laughs> I, I, I had hardly any friends, and the friends that did have, a lot of them were, were, were not, you know, were not really there. It was more like school friends, you know, or people that just kept me around to make fun of me or, you know, whatever. But then you were, like... But when it came to you, like you're the realest one, you know. <laughs> like I never had to worry about like you talking shit behind my back or anything and I and you know, I, I I could trust you and not feel like I had to hide. Um so, you know, having you in my life, you're like you're one of the few people that have, you know, kept me on this earth. And uh especially when I've struggled. My, my job <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. The recording Ma the meatloaf. Ma
4: the meatloaf. Ma the meatloaf. <laughs> the, meat the, well, meat <laughs> the
2: wedding the wedding the wedding crashes reference for you guys. Okay. Uh sorry. But uh, you know, um when I struggled a lot, you know, and uh Yeah. Uh but you know, um no, thank you. It's uh it's been great doing this with you, Nick and Moses has been a blast. And and uh yeah, no, I, I I still I still very much so cherish our 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 long conversations by the 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 lake and our little spot uh near near the movies. Yeah. yeah, you know? Drawing where it's up. like all right, it's a weekend, our parents my parents didn't give a shit where I was at. Your parents, they—you told them a the time, and they—and so we were able to have time. Uh, um, I had a curfew. <laughs> That's why yeah, you did. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I had that find my. I,
0: I had my find my friends before find my friends was a thing. No, but yeah. rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so.
2: Um, <laughs> rightfully so. Yeah, but I I don't think I would have, uh, honestly, like, uh, dive deep into movies and shows and, you know, want to pursue a career within the industry if it wasn't for you at all. I probably just kept it as a hobby and enjoyed movies and then talked to myself about it because, you know, fucking people are lame and. you know can't always talk about everything with everyone so, but you know I always got you uh and uh you know no one would understand or or uh, support my rants of hatred towards <laughs> disney so yeah thank you so much it's it's been a blast and honestly it it's it's uh I'm thankful that you're here and that nick and moses as well that you guys are a part of this that you guys make it interesting uh you guys add variety and you know it's just always fun to have friends that you know even if you guys don't agree can always have a great time disagreeing mm-hmm. you know debate and conversation
0: that's the show man that's the show no really guys you guys yeah, I had this idea in my mind years ago uh, during COVID, and then last year I was like, "Okay, I want to do a podcast, but like, I can only do it with Moses, Nick, and Joel." I told myself that I can't do it with anyone else. Uh, you know, people who I get, people I people I admire. But I have all three of you guys. The way you, the way we guys talk, the way we talk about movies with each other, after seeing a movie, or over the phone, or text, or whatever, it was like I had to do it with these. Got you three. I had to do it with you three. If I Couldn't do the show. I would not have done it in general. I, you like, well, I couldn't do it by myself. I couldn't do it with anyone else. Like I had to do with you three. And when you all said yes to me it was like literally the best day of my life. So I was like, wow, it was like one of the best days of my life. Uh, I was just like, wow, like it just you guys were so was still fuck yeah, I'm down. Like you guys were so willing to be down for this and so willing to like put hundred ten percent in this no matter what. And really, this show would not be able to be the show without you guys. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys again for being just good people, good dudes, and three of my, my I call brothers. But honestly, if if you if this show again, I couldn't do the show without you guys. Like I said, it really was. Oh nothing, because we're in the show. I would have done it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making the show what it is. Seriously, you are literally the heart and soul of the show. So as always, many blessings. I am in debt for you guys to the end of my life. So thank you guys for everything that you do for me in the show. Always, always, yeah, always. Thank
1: always. you, bro.
2: Getting me emotional oh, over here. Bro. No.
0: All right, Joe, my friend. Last show, 2023. Take us home.
2: All right, but before we do that, you, boy, you boys know what to do. Go ahead and shout yourselves out. Nick, would you like to do the honors of starring that?
1: Yeah, uh, Nick Johnson. You can find me on YouTube at Donning Vision, capital D, capital V. And on Instagram, at Donning Vision, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, like I said, uh, Instagram or YouTube. And you can also find me anywhere else that you can find uh, podcasts. All
2: right,
4: Moses.
3: Um yeah yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Moses Lowey. Um yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. You can find uh, my, uh, my short film Instagram page, uh, where we just started uh, putting this film into festivals and everything. Hopefully we'll hear back uh, eventually soon, um, and uh, you can follow me on Letterbox. Moses Lawi, <laughs> Moses Lawi, too as well. And um, and yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. You know, um, in time by next year, I will have uh, uh, by like February, I will also have a website. Uh, if you guys want to check me out there too as well, uh, on my own personal website, uh, which will include most of my films. Um, yeah, I will, I will uh, link you guys when that uh, when I have that website ready to go. So yeah.
2: All right, nice, Doug.
0: All right, as you find me at on Instagram is at the young Jones, on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. Still, um, it's Capri underscore sun. I kind of like quick uh, text thoughts of the of movies, and reactions on on Twitter and X. And you can find uh, the show uh, Instagram on our reactions on uh, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, which is at all at Midway Avenue Productions. And if you hit our link uh, link tree in our bio of our Instagram page, you can find uh, both Moses and Nick's. Award-winning short films. that are phenomenal. I can't wait. For, please watch the movies are phenomenal guys, please You can also find a link to Dawning Vision on YouTube and I'll be adding Moses stuff as he po- as he published everything on tree as well as well as Joelle's twitch and stuff like that But yeah guys, I uh, wish you all an bl- amazing 2024 full of love happiness positivity and great movies
2: all right, nice, and he mentioned my Twitch. My Twitch is, uh, the OGCupidRinkid. You can find it on the link tray. I do game as much as I can, and, uh, started playing Boulder Gate. I just remade my character, because my character got no bitches, and that's not fun if your character can't romance anyone, so. Uh, yeah, um, all right. I just want to, um. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you guys so much for joining us on this journey through our thoughts, rants, opinions, and, you know, mad ramblings. Um, it's been such a fantastic year, whole well, almost a whole year of, uh, of of this, and it grew a lot faster and bigger than we would have ever imagined. You guys made twenty twenty three even more special than uh, than we we planned or even thought of. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, hopefully we made your twenty twenty three better as well uh, with our podcast and our craziness. Um, it's been an honor. It's been a blast. Uh, uh, stay safe. Happy New Year, have a great time, party hard, but do be careful, um, I hope you have a good day, good night, good evening, and, uh, we'll see you all in 2024.